Hi, my name is Sebastian van der Schrier from socialanxietysolutions.com. I'm a personal coach who overcame his own social anxiety and I've been coaching socially anxious clients to help them feel calm, relaxed and at ease in social situations for the past 10 years. And today I want to uncover a particular myth or bust a belief and that belief is something that I read on one of my videos and I made a note of it to come back to it and to actually talk about it. And that was uh, because it, it was quite a defeatist attitude that uh, the person in question wrote down. And what he or she wrote down was, I am just awkward and there's nothing I can do about it. Wow, man, that's, that's, that sucks. To believe that um, because I can understand that if that's your experience and that has been your experience for your whole life then hey it must be that way right it only makes sense to think that way however if that is you if you feel that way I just want to take you through a little thought experiment and I you know I'll, I'll, I'll prephrase it. Okay, so we have particular innate needs that we come into this world with. Um, to get sufficient attention, to be accepted as we are, to be appreciated and valued, to receive physical affection and healthy touching on a daily basis, and to be allowed to start to become independent. Now, whenever we don't get these needs, a, a wound is formed. Okay, so when someone has been awkward for a long time, or as long as they can remember, that tells me that they're not okay with who it is that they are. So if that's you, you're dealing with, and you know, it's not a judgment, it's just an observation or an analysis, um, even though I don't know you, but it's something that I experienced uh, myself. You're dealing with a lack of self-acceptance. Now that has to come from somewhere. So when you're born, you're not awkward. You're not born an awkward baby, right? So you have learned that. And how can you possibly have learned that? Well, think about the people that are closest to you, your caregivers, your mom, your dad, uh, maybe your siblings, maybe uh, a teacher, you know, most likely it's the parents. Now, if there's something dysfunctional going on in the house, and by the way, that doesn't have to be something massive like sexual abuse or ritual beatings or any of that stuff, though, you know, obviously that does have a, a, a real big effect. It can be as seemingly subtle as your parents having very high expectations of you, you never measuring up, or your parents being critical, or your mom being super stressed, or, um, having a different kind of family structure and uh, feeling ashamed of that, etc. It can be a whole bunch of things. Anyway, you come into this world and you have these needs. And if these needs are not fulfilled, then it creates emotional wounds and you can become not okay with yourself. So then you're not in alignment with yourself. You're not congruent with who you really are. So for example, if you are constantly criticized and corrected and you have to do everything right, you can't do anything wrong, then you're, uh, then you start to behave. You try to get approval all the time and you need that approval. You're desperate for that approval and you crave that acceptance that you're not getting. 
And that makes you incongruent with who you are. You're then not just naturally being yourself. You're, you're not being, but you're behaving. Your, your brain is learning, okay, well, when I talk in this kind of way, then I get approval. And if I um, don't do anything stupid and I always look proper and good and right, then I won't get rejected. So I have to do this. And you start to kind of lose touch with yourself and that that's awkward um, when you have experiences where um, you can't fully feel your emotions and you have to stuff them down that causes awkwardness if you um, are just criticized for who you are and you're not appreciating your value that creates awkwardness then you're not okay with you you don't like you you don't love you you don't accept yourself you know and where does that come from well it comes from the stuff that happens to you repetitively growing up relationship with your mom relationship with your dad sometimes an important uh, figure in school or an uncle or stuff that happens to you or whatever so it comes from somewhere that's the point that i'm trying to make now let me take you through this little thought exercise okay so Imagine if you grew up and in your family, instead of what actually happened, you got plenty of attention, positive attention, and uh, it was good attention. You were also accepted exactly as you were. They liked you just for you. You didn't have to change. You didn't have to be different. They just liked everything about you then they appreciated who you are and they valued you. When you wanted to say something, they would listen. They would take, a, they would uh, carefully uh, pay attention to you. What you said is important. You were uh, respected. Um, you had uh, physical affection. There was hugging. There was warmth. There was connection. Uh, your parents were there for there uh, for you. You were supported and you were allowed to become independent. So when you would do things uh, you know, when you wanted to do things instead of your mom and your dad quickly doing it for you, you were encouraged to do it yourself. And then you were praised for when you were doing these things. And so you built confidence and so on. So if that had been your experience, so you had a loving, caring, accepting, encouraging, supporting environment, do you really think that now you'd be an awkward person? Or might it be the case that you now would feel a fair bit different. Just a thought. All right, well, I'll leave you with that thought. And of course, there are other things that it kind of caused or contributed. It's not always your parents. Maybe you had the, you know, bullying experiences or whatever, whatever. But usually it's the parents. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hopefully this hel uh, thought exercise is helpful for you. And uh, the cool thing is, the awkwardness, if you're dealing with that, it can actually be undone. So the emotions, the stuck emotions and the beliefs, beliefs about yourself, yeah, I'm unlikable, something wrong with me, people don't like me, I'm awkward, um, I'm a loser. Those beliefs, which are just emotionalized thoughts, and these stuck emotions, the old processed emotions, they're responsible for the awkwardness. They're in the way of you feeling good about you and presenting yourself with confidence to the world, with other people, so that you can connect, so you can freely share yourself. That's in the way, and these things can be addressed. 
And what I mean when I say these things can be addressed, they can be released, they can be let go of. And a um, really effective way of doing that is using a technique called tapping or EFT. There are a variety of other techniques, but I found this to be very effective. I talk about this technique in uh, many of my videos and uh, I've used that along with a bunch of other techniques and the help of some brilliant therapists. But that technique is really amazing in order to release stuck emotions, clear these limiting beliefs and get rid of the stuff that causes you to feel awkward. Okay, so what happened happened, but you don't have to be a victim to what happened. You can actually take control because you're responsible now to deal with the stuff that you're dealing with. And EFT is, uh, is your, your magical tool in that. So it's a psychological form of acupuncture. It looks really weird and silly. You tap on your face and body and you probably think I'm nuts, but it is amazing. It is really, really amazing and life-changing once you know how to apply it in the right way. And um, if you want a little taster of that, um, I uh, have a free social confidence starter kit where I teach this technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety, the tapping thing. And uh, so I, I teach the bare basics of it so that you can get going. And I also guide you through a couple of experiences in four or five videos where you use the tapping and actually release some of these awkward emotions, awkward feelings or emotions that cause uh, or contribute to the awkwardness. You actually feel a shift in your body, which is quite amazing. So you can get that below this video or you know, click on the link that gets to the webpage and there you can uh, sign up to get that free starter kit. All right, I hope it's been helpful. Leave your comments if you have one and um, I release a video like this every Thursday. Subscribe here so you get them on time and uh, thank you. Hope this was helpful. Bye for now. All right, hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you wanna overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible, without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap. <laughs> this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.